Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lunch with Keisha podcast. We're here in the Pink Phoenix Media Studio. Uh, Producer James is over there doing whatever it is that Producer James is doing. And this is episode 96. 96. That's kind of a big deal. Like, we're, we're so close to 100. Yep. I honestly didn't think we would make it past show number five. So this is like a huge thing. Um, I must say that every couple of weeks I quit. You can ask producer James. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, But it has been a pleasure bringing you guys pop culture, celebrity news and gossip, sex talk, music talk. What other talk? Just lots of talk. (laughs) Talk, talk. Talk, 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 talk. So. Thank you for sticking with us, guys. And here's to 96 more. Is that the right way to say it since we're not at 100? So you say 96 more? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Are we going to have one of those days where you're extra you? No, I think uh, every time somebody has a birthday, it's like, um, you know, hey, 25. Here's Speaking of birthdays. Yes. Is my birthday, is it next week? Your birthday is in nine days, my love. Holy shit, boss. 41. 41 years old. I don't know how you're supposed to feel when you're 41, but I don't feel like I've been here 41 years. Like, I don't know. I still feel like 33. I feel like you have. Very fucking funny. Because here's the thing. Producer James has known me more than half my life, right? Yeah. We have known each other since junior high. Yep. But I don't think we were friends in junior high. No, um, we were friends in high school. We were friends in high school, but I don't remember us being friends in junior. But we went to the same junior high school at the same time in the same grade. Yeah, so we've known each other for since we were children. Yeah, like twenty five years. Damn, I know. Hey, you still ugly. <laughs> you your mama's child. Whoa, you don't remember that song, do you? I'm white. Juju on that beat. <laughs> And I'm obviously too damn old to even remember the lyrics to that kind of music. So anyway, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, which I hope you are, you know what time it is. It is time for The Gap. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true, too. Let's gossip The Gap with Keisha. Okay. This most definitely is not celebrity news and gossip because it's so much better than celebrity news and gossip. Uh, Most of you guys know that I grew up in and went to a Catholic school from the age of four until sixth grade. I was Catholic school, mass every Thursday. Uh, No, we did not go on mass to mass on Sundays because my families were like, you know, we just want you to, we want you to be better than other kids. That's why we're sending you to private school. Fuck the religion part of it. Um, But this story right here, when I saw it, I was like, ooh, that is juicy good. Okay. In Louisiana, a priest was caught having sex with two people on the altar. That's Yes, that's correct. You're probably wondering how they got caught. Because this priest was a motherfucking G. He did it where they could see him through the windows. And uh, one of the parishioners passed by. You must be damn nosy to be passing by the church and you got to look all up in there. They saw kind of what was going on. So they 
felt the need to further investigate. And they recorded and took pictures of the priest getting his freak on. Most of you, like I, was like, God damn, here we go again. But then I continued reading, and he was fucking two prostitutes, women. So I was all good. It was all good. To me, this puts the Catholic Church ahead of the game. You should be promoting the fuck out of this, because every time something comes out about a Catholic priest, it has to do with molestation of little boys. At least he was fucking grown-ups, and they were fucking women. I, I, I just think this is a win-win. I think that they should promote him to archbishop. I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Then he was he was still being holy because he did it on the altar. This guy is my new motherfucking hero. That's all I can say. So I looked into the story a little bit. Mm -hmm. So apparently it was having sex with two women on yes. the altar. Uh huh. They were dressed in corsets and high uh -huh. boots. Mm -hmm. They had sex toys. Yes. And stage lighting. Look. And if a mobile you're... phone as a separate camera were mounted on tripods. <laughs> They were, they, they were probably going to sell it and make money. He was going to donate it back to the church. What else can he do with it? I really feel like people are being too hard on this guy. I think personally that he needs a raise. He needs a new car. Of course, he should be archbishop. And he should be the poster child or the poster priest for all of Catholic churches from here on out. I'm not going to lie, I, I had a big, huge sigh of relief and started laughing when I saw that it was actual adults that he was having sex with. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, I, I, I think he was at the point, he's like, man, fuck this, this I'm, I'm going to go out. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out like this. Um, so unfortunately, the archbishop did not appreciate what he did. Therefore, he had the altar burned. Burned? Burned. Wow. That's a fire hazard. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this other guy, that's where it's at. He, he, he is the real G. He is one of the highlights, positive highlights of the year 2020. They had on latex telling me they were trying to be safe from coronavirus too. I mean, I, I see no wrong in what he did. Do you, I, I just, where's the wrongness at? He got arrested and so did the two other prostitutes. And one of the prostitutes, I want to say, was from out of town. See, he wasn't even trying to fuck the local ones. He wants to support all the prostitutes. He's probably already had sex with all the local ones already. I, I like this guy. I, I, I don't see any fault in what he did. I'm pretty sure he was going to clean and sanitize the altar after they were done. Well, I guarantee you, if we ever open up the Church of Keisha, he is the pastor. Yeah, I just, I think everyone's being, I, I don't think he should have gotten arrested. Well, you can't have sex in a public place like that. I mean, church is still public, I guess. Okay. All right. All right. I don't think he should lose his job. For having sex on the altar, he shouldn't lose his job as a pastor? Riddle me this. <laughs> they treat the ones who molest little boys a lot better than they are treating this guy. They're like, he's going to seek help. We're going to support him. They just let through this guy out to the wolves by himself. But that's okay because there's people like me around. And I'm going to make sure that you don't lose your job. I don't know how, but I'm going to try. I just, it's funny. So Reverend Travis Clark, uh, you have, you get the endorsement of the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Um, Cynthia Bailey from Real Housewives of Atlanta. 
Yes, the same Cynthia Bailey who continuously calls herself a supermodel, that one, got married finally to her fiance, Mike. Is it Mike Hill? I can't even remember. It seems like they have been engaged for at least a good 20 years. This was the talk all weekend because of several reasons, all right? One, you have half of all of the housewives were either in the wedding or were at the wedding. You didn't know whether Nene Leakes was going to attend, even though she was invited. She didn't go, and I know why. It's because she wanted $125,000 to go to her friends. And remind, remember, they used to be best friends wedding. $125,000. That's what she asked for yeah. to go? Yes. That's her appearance fee at her friend's wedding? At her friend's wedding. Now, you got a wedding coming up this weekend. I Brittany, <laughs> I'm going to send you over a contract, and I have a fee. I have a fee, okay? It's not going to be $125,000, but there will be a fee. She's going to throw that shit right in my face. <laughs> be like, don't bring your black ass up here at my wedding. Um, yeah, $125,000 to be there. Then you had people who were very concerned with the fact that Cynthia was still having this wedding and reception right in the middle of COVID. So COVID is still going on, but Cynthia said, you know what, fuck a COVID. I'm still getting married. Look, I saw the pictures. Cynthia looked great, but Cynthia, you know, I know that dress knows, the streamsters that try to save that dress knows that you most definitely experienced the COVID-35. She was stuffed in that dress. That dress was praying the whole time that Cynthia was in it that, Okay, we cannot pop, don't breathe, don't look, don't eat, because we are one breath away from completely popping out. Okay, so not only this, but rumor has it that two of the housewives who were in the wedding had sex with one another. There's also a rumor that a housewife had sex with one of the strippers from Cynthia's bachelorette party. I saw the picture of the stripper. He is pretty fine. But I have found that most men that are that muscular and their strippers have little bitty dicks. I don't know. But everyone is denying that anything happened. But you know what? We have really been cooped up. This was the first time people are like traveling, partying, eating, having fun. Hey, they want to take it the fucking freak on. What? I don't see anything wrong in that. Anyone who's complaining about it is a hater to me. Another thing that happened, we found out recently this week uh, that Portia and what is what is his name? Dennis? Dennis. Yeah, he looks like a damn milk dud to me. They are no longer together, but they both attended the wedding. They even took pictures with one another. So do, would you have gone to the wedding? Would you, you know, I think they all had to fly. The wedding was in California. No. You Why? California. Oh, he's so dumb. <laughs> California right now. Just think about it. I can smoke weed legally and all day long. I'm not saying I would do it, but, you know, the opportunity's there if that's what you choose to do. I will say this. There is a wine that is, what is that wine? What does it have? It's made with something from, this is the same goodness that's in weed is in the wine. Oh, uh, it's Mary, not, I... No, it's not Mary, Mary Jane. Not Mary it's Jane something wine. like that. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder if they serve that up. That would have been nice right there to do. Uh, so Cynthia's catching a lot of heat, but apparently she just gives zero fucks, and I don't blame her. Um, everyone had on masks. Some people had on masks. Some people chose not to have them, but they had the, like, the big clear ones 
What are those called? The shields? Oh, like the like an umpire wears, like a like a big face mask, like a full shield mask. <sighs> Here we go. No, that's what it is, right? No, no, that the clear one. Yeah, the big clear, the big yes. clear plastic thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard no one on planet Earth compare it to an umpire's mask well, until right now. Okay. Sorry. No one has said that. But I'm okay. gonna let you make it because I'm trying to be more spiritual. The closer that I get to year forty-one. Okay. 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 So yeah, we got to see pictures. Honestly, to me, some of the bridesmaids and some of the guests kind of outshine Cynthia a little bit, but y'all didn't hear that from me. All right. Uh, as we all know, rock star Eddie Van Halen passed away after I think he had cancer, throat cancer for a few years. Um, it was a long deal. Yeah. It. He just another name to add to the long list of good celebrities that have passed away this year. We still have all the Kardashians now. <laughs> um, so before the show, before we started recording, James was like, hey, I didn't even know that Eddie Van Halen and his brother were have Indonesian. And it was, it was David Lee Roth who really brought that to everyone's attention, how much racism that Eddie Van Halen and his brother faced during their younger years. And I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers don't just hate black people. They hate anybody that's just not white. You know, but it's always interesting to hear like the different perspective. Um, but what you're white, James? What are some of their greatest hits from Van Halen? Oh, I could. He gonna know. Here. Watch. He gonna know. Watch. Oh no! I mean, Eruption. Um, I mean, there are so many. Hot for Teacher. Uh, there are so many. And the great thing was, even though they changed out lead singers, right? You know, Eddie and his brother were yeah. always. That was a core. Well, how the fuck are you going to tell someone you're kicked out of the band and the band is named after you? I'm like, fine. Y'all kicking me out? Y'all kicking my goddamn name out? I'll be damned if y'all are going to continue as Van Halen. No, you better think be Van Halenist. That better be the new name right there. But it was really, really sad um, because we all kind of thought David Lee Roth would have coked himself out and died before anyone else in the band. But it was Eddie. Uh, now, since producer James so easily rattled off a couple of Van Halen songs. Name a Tupac song. Something about California. Okay. It, moving <laughs> right along, speaking of David Lee Roth, uh, why is it, we had this discussion the other day, why is it that the lead singers, okay, the face of the band always gets kicked out of the band for doing the things that lead singers need to do to bring an audience to the band. Because it ain't about what they do on stage most of the time. It's the other 23 hours you have to put up with their crazy ass. Eccentric, charming, <laughs> electrifying, all the requirements to be a lead singer. You say eccentric. I say when Axl Rose takes two and a half hours to come out on stage, uh, he's an asshole and he should go. Okay, let's say I'm in a band. And of course I'm the lead singer of the band. What do you, how do you think I would act as oh the God. lead singer of a band Ugh. in a situation where my bandmates are trying to tell me what to do? You would be Black Soul Rose. Yes, <laughs> I would. I, I would. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have drugs on the tour bus. You know, um, Scott Whalen, we're less in peace. Um, I mean, that's the that's the problem is, I mean, everybody's partying. But when you get to a lead singer that acts in a way that affects business, that's the problem. So much pressure is put on the lead singers, though. 
You know, no one remembers what the fuck the drummer had on. No, 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 no. No one says, hey, 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 never mind. I don't wanna I don't wanna take a picture with the lead singer. I wanna take a picture with the drama. If you're not fucking Ringo Starr or what's the guy from Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl, no one knows who you are if you are a drummer. I take that back. Travis Barker. Okay. Everyone knows Travis. But bass player? No. No one no one knows. Getty Lee. Who? From Rush. Who? Okay. Is Rush a band? Yes. Rush is the band. To white people, perhaps. Yeah, uh, no, but not, not, to, not to people like me. Les Claypool. From Who? Prim Les Claypool. Who? From Primus. Who? You remember Primus? Is that the group with the boy used to wear the black contact lenses? No, that was Korn. Okay, see what I'm saying? Ugh. Try to name another one. Another uh, bassist? Yes, or like, any. No one asked to take a picture flea. with Tito. You flea. wanted to take a picture with who? Flea. Flea. That's different. This, okay. That's just oh, that's different. different. Yeah, that's oh, a little okay. bit different. Okay. Flea. Mm. As a matter of fact, speaking of Red Hot Chili Peppers, one of their former members also died this week. Yep. But like, don't nobody remember him. Don't remember Yes. So that's why you really haven't heard that much about it. But no, no one goes. Man, I really, really want to take a fucking picture with Tito Jackson. No one has ever said that. Not well, even to the shows where it was just Tito Jackson. Well, you may want to now. I mean, you're kind of running out of Jackson. No, because we still got Jermaine. Damn it, we still have Janet. No, you're not going to. Don't nobody ask for a picture with Reba Jackson. Half the people don't even know who Reba, Reba Jackson is. Do you know? Can you name one of her songs? Who? Centipede. But my point is... You cannot keep knocking on the lead singer. That is a lot of pressure. They are carrying the whole band on their shoulders. If it weren't for them, no one would probably know your band. You still be a garage band. Anyway, we will be right back with special guest TJ Boyce. Stick with the Libra Lounge. The Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I've got in the studio with me recording artist TJ Boyce. Yes, yes. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. You know, when I first saw your last name, it's like, oh, you must be white. Really? Yes. Do uh, most people expect for you to be white? I hope not. Uh, <laughs> um, I've never had that question. I, I don't think so. Uh, what does TJ stand for? Uh, TJ, I'm, I'm named after my, my father. Um, and, and my father goes by the name of TJ. But TJ is a... Uh, my name is Thomas James, actually. Huh? There's an actor whose name is Thomas Thomas James. Thomas Jane. Jane. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. You know what they say about men with two first names, right? I don't. Oh. That they're awkward. Really? <laughs> that they're hung. That they're what? Hung. No. Oh, I don't, doesn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, wouldn't mean. <laughs> that was a trap, apparently. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, that they're whores. Whores. Yeah. Mm. Uh -huh. uh, I, uh -huh. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, He's stuttering. I'm a, it's I'm a, true. I'm a, I'm a it's true. Oh, you're a church. I was, I was, uh, I was raised in church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was your father the pastor of the my church? Father, my father was a pastor, but okay. um, my father was a minister, pastor, mm -hmm. my, my whole life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you really had to be good. Um. It's it's uh, yes I, it, yeah huh? yeah I really had to be good. Um, what happened with my my mother and father, uh, they divorced when I was real young. Mm -hmm. But I think that um, it's it's interesting because it's kind of like you certain things that you certain morals that you get. Mm -hmm. I think you get them very early on. Mm -hmm. And um, and I always you know because my father was um, a man of God. Mm -hmm. 
there was a certain level of, um, you know, and I, so, not that I didn't respect my mother as right. well, mm -hmm. but it was just a certain. My father was was a. Uh, it, it was he was strict, more strict in his own way. Okay. You know, okay. Okay. More strict gotcha. in his own way. Okay. Because I don't I don't have I didn't have that strict upbringing like a lot of you know preacher, uh, kid. preacher kids that I know. Mm -hmm. But but my father was uh, he was he was very um, uh, he he just really was extra careful, extra protective mm -hmm. of, of of his child, and, mm -hmm. and and because of that, you know. Um, you know, I didn't get to do a lot of things mm -hmm. when I was with my father. Right. And so I'm I did. My, I want to go my mama's house. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember I used to, uh, man, I used to go to my grandmother's house. So my uh -huh. grandmother, my grandmother lived in Fifth Ward. Uh huh. And uh, I would, I would, I would uh, take my bike mm -hmm. to my grandmother's house, and that, that's when I get, that's when I got the experience of like riding around. Right. You know, really right. just you know, let, let letting dogs chase us. Yes. And all uh -huh. types of things. That, you didn't have a childhood unless you let dogs chase hey, you while man, you were riding your bike. I'm telling you, it's for in, real. In the hood. Yeah, because those uh, dogs don't give a fuck at all. Yeah, right, no, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> They'll bite you and steal your bike, and then tell your grandma, "He down there, go get him." Yeah. So yeah. those are those those kind of dogs like that, you know. Yeah. So when I did that, I couldn't I couldn't tell my dad that I rode my bike in the street. Oh, okay. It was, it was that serious. I couldn't, okay. tell, I couldn't ride it in the street. Okay, so... So it wasn't so much that he was, like, like strict and disciplined. It was just, like, guarded, shielded, like, Very make guarded, sure you're shielded, safe. And, yeah. for, for, man, my whole, whole life. Like, I mean, period. You know? But, the, you know, with the way that the world is right now for black men... It kind of needs... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so when did you start singing, and how did you discover that you had a voice? I started singing uh, around three years old. Oh, you just showing all the way out. Hey, three. Hey, Who told you old. to start singing at three? What happened? I used to imitate my mother. I used to oh, so she's a singer. My mother sang. My mother okay. sang. She played piano. She was an actress. She was okay. a model. So you got all that talent from her. You I did. Think, I think you really I did. did. I think yeah. I did. I yeah. Think <laughs> I did. I think I did. <laughs> okay, so yeah. three years old. Three, three years old, and, and I used to imitate my mother, and mm -hmm. so... Um, what she would do, she would put a put a stool uh, in front of the in, in front of the church, mm -hmm. and put the mic in front of my face, and she would be on another stool. So, and, I, and, I, and I would sing, looking at her, mm -hmm. but the mic was there, and and, and, the, right. and and the church was like, oh. So I think um, at, at about about three four years old, I was sounding I was sounding a little bit more advanced than your average three or four years. Yeah, because most three year three year olds they they don't know how to talk. They can barely <laughs> they can they barely can just swallow. They drool and all kinds of stuff. And you were already in a church singing. I think it was Mariah Carey who said it was kind of like that with her as well. Mm -hmm. She would mimic her mother who was an opera singer right, at an right. early age. And it's right. just like, you know, the rest of us are just trying not to eat crayons and Play-Doh and y'all out there singing in front of mics and crowds and hey. things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, that's my humble beginnings, man. And, um, you know, I, 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 from there, I just, I just, the love of music just, um, stayed with me. I, I've, I've and, and I was the kind of kid I was involved in everything. I sang, I rapped, I danced, Mm -hmm. um, I also played sports, okay. and um, you know, but I just really, really always loved music. I'd be, you know, I'd turn the radio on and, you know, get the broom, and uh, right. I'd be performing, like, for hours and hours and hours in the mirror. You know, the the, the, uh, the broom would be my mic, and then the guitar, yep. and, mm -hmm. you know. Were you an only child? I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't. Okay. I have a, uh, I had my little brother um, was, uh, I, don't, I have a little brother that was actually killed. Um, when he was 25, mm -hmm. 
Um, but you know, that was, that we, we grew up together, same household. And, um, cause you reminded me a little bit of me. I grew up an only child and broom that, I mean, yeah. that was your mic, yeah. you know, um, I would always put like towels and stuff on my head. That yeah. was the hair for yeah. when I was performing and things okay. like that. So let me ask you, what was the reaction of your family or even the congregation the first time they heard your voice? I think it was uh, the first time they, they heard my voice. It was, uh, I kind of remember it being like, uh, you know, surprise. Right. Surprise. It was, yeah. I, I think, um, and I think what it was is that um, I believe that I kind of evoked a certain a tone or soul that you wouldn't expect from a from a kid mm -hmm. you know um i think there's i think there's somebody that that's been here before that lives mm -hmm, inside mm -hmm. of me you know um yeah you know i i i had a little bit of talent when i was that young that i'm sitting here thinking about it because uh, you remember that song how do why do i be like that why do i chase the cat yeah i was able to do the woof part oh okay on hey, time. Hey, woof. That, that's a very important part of it the really is it is a song and my mom is. said my baby she know that woof part right there because <laughs> she she knows yeah. when it's coming up so yeah. you know you know maybe i, I missed my true calling i should have been a, a woofer, a woofer. <laughs> a woofer. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> so you know r&b music right now to me mm -hmm. it seems like as years go by, that it's just pushed to the back for some odd reason. You know, that's a very interesting statement, you know, um, and I, I think what's happening is uh, it's traditional R&B that, mm -hmm. that we recognize as being quote unquote black because mm -hmm. Beyonce, mm -hmm. Adele, mm -hmm. uh, Sam Smith, Mm -hmm. uh, all these, this is R&B music mm -hmm. and, and a lot of music is rooted in R&B if you, if you do your you know your your history, mm -hmm. and you know if you if you understand music, but I think that um, I think that it's a sad thing that's hap that that has happened to music. Um, R and B uh, represents a, something that is very uh, uh, that's something that's very uh, excellent, something mm -hmm. that's very you know unique, and I think that uh, I think that that now with with uh, the pandemic and coronavirus right. and you know, and just the, the times. I think I think that it's, it's it's turning around. I think people are ready to hear some some real music because what happens is I think that music is is one of the um, most impactful. It, it influences our lives. You know, uh, right. it's the most imp you know uh, influence you know uh, impactful platform. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that uh, you know I mean how much you know how you know how many more mollies can we pop and how many mm -hmm. hoes can you know, how I many more hoes can... I don't even really understand what they say. Yeah. It sounds like they have a Popeye's biscuit in their mouth. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Well, the music has gotten... Some some of the music has gotten really bad, you know? It's hardly music. Yeah. What's happening is that... I, I was having this conversation with somebody a little earlier. The musicians mm -hmm. are not running the music industry anymore. It's the, the producers. No, not even producers. It's, it's the number crunchers. People that yeah. crunch numbers. Yeah. And yeah. and the thing is, they want to... they When something works, they want to represent... Re, uh, recreate that thing mm -hmm. and reproduce that thing that works. So right. if you have something, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's a Drake or whether it's a, a Rihanna or whether it's a, you know, whatever it is, they, right. they, they want to they try to put everybody in this cookie cutter thing mm -hmm. like this is what works. Right. You know, but, but um, I, th that I think that there's still um, an audience out there that, that loves great music. Oh, most definitely. And I think that a lot of a lot of times, you know, uh, artists have to look outside of the U.S. Of the U.S. Yes. You know, I've, I've traveled and um, I know that uh, good music is still appreciated. You know. 
When you think about R and B music, what artists come to mind? Well, I think of R and B. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I'm inspired by artists like um, Stevie Wonder, Donny Hathaway, Marvin Gaye, um, Aretha Franklin. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I love soul music. Mm -hmm. um, but but I you know I, I'm into um, new R and B as well. There's right. some new R and B artists that 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 I like as well. I like her. Uh -huh. I like. Um, Janae Aiko. See, that's what I'm saying. You have to really think because yeah, think you, you think really do. Yeah. Um, to me, there's no, there's no Luther Vandrosses right now. It, it, right. It, there are, yeah. but, but they're not, they're not, they're, they're not um, mainstream. No, not at all. I mean, yeah. I think about my childhood in R&B music. It's Luther Vandross, Jeffrey Osborne, even Tina Marie. You know, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. these people, and it's just like we don't, ha we have the singers for Mariah Carey, mm -hmm. for example, even. Right now, she, you know, she keeps putting out music, but it's not hitting. Yeah, I, I think what's happening is, uh, and I had to, you know, I, I had to really embrace this as an artist. You have to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what the thing that you may be best at or the thing that, that best represents you may not be the thing that's quote unquote popping right. at the time, mm -hmm. but, but nobody can be you the way that you can be you. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I can sit there and, and, be you, and do you better than you can mm -hmm. do you. It takes about 50 bitches to be able to do what I do, <laughs> just, just so y'all know. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, you know, as an artist, because, you know, artists, you know, um, there's a lot of pressure on artists. You know, we want to we wanna be on, you know, number, you know, top 88 on the mm -hmm. radio. We want to be, you know, the um, because you're only as good as your last, you know, record or your last, you know, uh, release, and so it's, it's the the pressure's there, and the number, you know, the, with the these number crunches, they yeah. want you to, you know, um, compete. So mm -hmm. instead of doing what's what you feel in your heart or, right. or what's, what's what's you, you may do something that's outside of that, trying to chase a hit hit song. Right. But but a good song is a good song is a good song. Yeah. Period. You know, I like what you said about. They want you to be a certain way. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the, I don't know what category she falls under, uh, Doja Cat. I'm familiar with the name Doja Cat. So for a, a, a minute, mm -hmm. I thought every time I heard a Doja Cat song, I thought she was doing the little singing part, but the rapping was Nicki Minaj. Oh, right. She sounds, yeah. She sounds they like, sound that much alike. Right, I'm like, right. how the hell do you let these two people sound just alike? I mean, I was right. It, I finally had to watch a video. My daughter was watching it, and I was like, uh, "So that's not Nikki spitting those rounds in that song?" She's like, "No, it's Doja Cat." I'm like, "Right." No, and then, um, I mean, think about how many how many chicks are out there now. The new rap chicks that sound like Megan, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of them. They sound, I mean, yeah. they sound the same. Their goal is never to be, okay, that person's great. I want to be great too, but I want to do my own thing. Right, right. It is like, let me copy what they're doing. And I'm like, really? Well, the, well there's no more artist development. You know, yes. what, what's happening is uh, the, 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 the record industry is not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same uh, industry that we grew up on, even right. though it, it doesn't matter what, how old or younger, it mm. changes, it's changing daily. It's yeah. changing, it's changing, it's changing, you know. Yeah. Um, um, so, back in the day where they would take time and develop an artist, develop their mm -hmm. sound, what they're doing now, because again, they're number crunches. They're, they're, you know, they wanna, they want, a record company wants to spend the least amount of money. Right. And they, want the big, and they want the biggest return possible. So if you're somebody that can get hot on the internet or you can mm -hmm. get hot on you know, social media, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's, that's uh, less work that they have to do. Right. 
and and you already have a fan base. Mm -hmm. So this, the, the artist development thing is kind of a thing in the past. You know, I remember, um, you know, they had shows like behind the scenes on MTV where you would go from the very start how they select these people to be in a band. Or remember when uh, P. Diddy had Making the Band? Right, right. That was artist development. It's like, okay, we're going to teach you how to do this. We're going to teach you how to do that. We're going to teach you how to do this. And they're tacking on the price. We're going to give you, you're going to still pay for it at mm -hmm. the end of it. But it was like they invested in the development of the artist. Right. They don't have that anymore. Right. Well, it it kind of feels like it's just saturated. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, so many people that can just basically sing and basically look good enough on camera. Sometimes you know, like it's all about said, the to, look. To just be marketable enough right. to grab the profit. Right, right. I mean, it's, 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 it's anybody that has a computer. Mm -hmm. That you know that um, can can release music. That's true. Yeah, I mean, all true. the yeah. I mean, whether it's music or movies or anything, yeah. The the technology is not not available. It's available to everybody. Now. Right, and that and, shit just don't yeah. be good though. Right, that's and, the and, thing. and that and that, that's killed the game. That's killed the. I mean, because the thing is, let's say somebody puts out something that that they spent very little on, and mm -hmm. it does great. Right. You know, now the next person feels like, okay, we can do the same mm -hmm. thing. We can put out, you know, we can just put out shit. Yeah. And people are going to just buy it, you yeah. know. And so, yeah. so it turns into a shit show, you know. And that's what, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like that right yeah, now. Yeah. I was going to ask you, how does it feel being a true artist, a true singer, mm -hmm. in this TikTok generation where you can go on and make a TikTok video of you humming and you are a superstar? Like, literally, yeah. you went, hmm, and then you did the little dance that they teach you how to do to go along with it, right, and you right. are a star. Man, listen, I, I just believe you got to you gotta embrace staying in your lane. Mm -hmm. if, you know, if there, there are people that can go on TikTok. There are singers that can go on TikTok and do some TikTok shit mm -hmm. and, 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 and be famous, you know. Yeah. And, and, but I believe that only, man, the, 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 the real Mm -hmm. and ain't, ain't, ain't nothing like the real thing, right? right. And so, so if you're if you're real and you and you uh, be true to yourself and true to your art, I, I think I think you're gonna be in the best place. And that, and and if that if it takes five years, ten years, yeah. fifteen years for people to catch on, when they you do catch on, it's gonna it's gonna pay dividends. You know. You know, and th that's part of the problem is because people want to be a star Imme instantly, immediately. Yeah, and then shit gets real when you go from TikTok. To having to do a live performance. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, what happened? <laughs> right, right, right. And and I mean, you got you got to be built for it. That's and that's mm -hmm. what happens. That's why a lot of these people look kind of kind of crash and burn. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, they they weren't ready. They were just TikTok. Right. Or they were just you know Instagram. Or yeah. They were just you know, you know, it, social it, media. It's, it's social media. It. You know, there's times that my daughter, you know, we'll be riding together and she'll ask, "Can we turn it on?" her station oh lord yeah and by the time that we are done i feel so dumb yeah. and i feel like did they start is there a new language going around that you, we're too hey, old to know gotta, about gotta, i don't know what the up. fuck they just you gotta, said you gotta keep you gotta, you gotta yeah, keep up yeah <laughs> exactly you gotta keep up it's like yeah. it's hard it's like it's yeah. constantly you know my daughter will be like oh this person is so hot this person this person and then all of a sudden that person's not hot anymore i'm like yeah we just spent money buying the damn tickets for the concert, yeah. and now that person's... So it's it's kind of like a crash and burn with some of it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be right back with more TJ Boyce. The Lounge with Keisha. The Lounge with Keisha. 
Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I'm in studio with TJ Boyce, and we are talking about R&B music and uh, music in general. It's yeah. just, it's not the same that it used to be. You know, I'm only 21, but even from the time that I've been alive. <laughs> hey. So how old are you? I'm, I'm not much older than 21. Okay, good, 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 good. We probably, you know, was born in the same hospital at the same time. Hey, it's possible. 21 years ago, you know? <laughs> it's possible. So, uh, what has inspired your, your newest work? My newest work um, is, is, is um, inspired by my true, you know, it's a true story, true life. Um, it's, um, I write about the things that I, that I've, my true experiences, mm -hmm. my you know the things that I that I that I see, things that I just it's, it's just real, it's re right. just, just real life. And I this my my latest single, Ghetto America, is just about a it's about a man that um that chooses that, that sees that the the way that he's living is uh, not the best, mm -hmm. and 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 that he needs to change his way, change mm -hmm. change his life to make a better better life for himself and his family. Okay. And um and I think it's it's kind of it resonates with a lot of you know, a lot of a lot of brothers. You know, kind of feel like you know, there's a there's there's only one or two ways to to make mm -hmm. it out, and you know, and um, this is just kind of uh, um, just my take on on that on that on that whole scenario, mm -hmm. and I and I think that especially with things going on right now socially, um, you know, it's it's definitely a message that that is very timely. Yeah, um, you know, I. I don't know if it was on Facebook. There was an article that, you know, asked the question, should black men be mentors to black little boys being raised by single moms? Well, how do you feel about that? Should black men mm -hmm. be mentors mm -hmm. to single so single mom? Raising black little boys to be mentors to those boys, especially after this year. That's a that's a weird question. I, 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 it depends on the black man, you know. Right. I mean, everybody's not a mentor. No, no. You, know, um, you have more. There's more requirements needed than just being a black man. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we need you to fill out an application. But do so right. you think that that is a, a you know for men who are mentor worthy? Mm -hmm. Do you think that that should be something that they do in order to give back to the community? I think it's a great thing. You know, uh, I've been talking to a, uh, a friend of mine about about creating kind of a mentor program, a mentorship, mm -hmm. um, because there are a lot of um, there, listen. There are a lot of um, black um, parents with the mother and father in the home. Then the child still may need a mentor. Yeah, it's, it's just real. I agree. Yeah, you know, it's just real. I mean, mm -hmm. so um, a lot of times, you know, um, someone may need someone that's outside of the mm -hmm. household in order to push them or inspire them to be the best they can be but, you know because a lot of us you know a lot of a lot a lot of us, especially you know like my parents my parents did the best that they i think they did the best that they could mm -hmm. but it was at the very best depends on you know what you're comparing well, yeah, it to what exactly. you're comparing it to mm -hmm. but um but I, no, I think mentorship is great i think you know i, I salute those guys mm -hmm. that are out there that, are, that lend their time to single single parent mothers mm -hmm. but i think that it absolutely depends on the you know not every not every person not every man is mentor right. worthy you know your mentor the children 
you're not there to have sex with a single mom. Well, so, well, now, now let me ask you. Part of the, that's part of the application. <laughs> the contract that you sign, you, you cannot do that. Um, now let me ask you, if you could work with any producers, like who is your dream team to be in the studio with? Man, I've, all, I've always loved um, Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's a lot older now. But. Yeah, you might want to hurry up and <laughs> request in. If anybody knows Quincy, yeah, we, yeah. It, this is urgent. So, yeah. you know, get I mean, up there. I mean, you know, um, I've been blessed to, to work with some great people, you know, um, but if I can work with anybody right now, um, man, I, I'd love to work with uh, Timberland. Mm-hmm. I'd love to work with... Um, uh, I like. I love to work with um, Jimmy Jam and Terry mm-hmm, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to work with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know, and whoever's her team is. Right, yeah. <laughs> the Beyonce squad. Uh, T.J. Boyce will give you his contact information after the show. Right, right. Yes, um, you know it's. You know, you almost forget about the team nowadays with how music is. You know, yeah, y'all yeah. had a whole team that produced that, and y'all still came out with that. Oh. Hey, right, um, right, right. so yeah, I most definitely like, you know, the, the producers that you mentioned. Let me ask you now, how do you feel about the, uh, what is it called? Versus, versus thing that's going on? Versus battle? Yes. Um, I think it's cool. I think, I think it's a, I think it's a, um, it's a, it was a great thing, mm-hmm. great tool, especially during the time when, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it seemed like we were locked in our houses. Yes. Um, but I wish that, I don't know if the, I don't know if they, the, Instagram is the best platform for it, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem to just be seamless. Mm-hmm. But but I think I think it's kind of cool. I think it's cool. Um, I, I I like it, you know. Yeah, you know? I uh, quite enjoyed. Well, first of all, my husband is white, as you can see. He had the hardest time understanding what the fuck was going on. Hey. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I don't understand. What 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 is it? I'm like, it's two people. Black, black folks like to battle. Man. We do. We do. <laughs> you say battle, we say jump. I mean, that's just what we do. Yeah. Um, like well, when yeah. Timberland and Swiss Beats, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, that gave me life. It was the first one, of course. Yeah, yeah. But they were shit talking one another. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's what you're going to play? Okay, check. You know, I got this one right here. It's, he still didn't get it. Yeah, See? He, he didn't. He, he didn't. It's okay. So yeah. I tried to understand it at first. Uh, I thought... When I first heard about it, I thought it was people singing against each other. I didn't know it was just how but, good is my playlist compared to yours. Like we used to do that shit. But in it's high a, no, no, no. But it's a playlist yeah, yeah. of their music. Right, right. Is what he did and get him like it's their music. Well, yeah. I know, but uh, even so, again, imagine Elton John versus <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you throw a hit out, and then you're like, "Oh, that's a hit you chose." Okay, I'm gonna yeah. throw this hit out. That's yeah. what it is. So uh, the Doors, uh, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, like yeah. I said, I finally understood it. It just didn't make sense. They were playing their own music. Like, I didn't get it. Like, well, like, yeah. well, Timberland and Swiss are both producers. Yeah, they're so they music makers. Playing, their but it was music. all their but stuff. You know, you, know, you know what I never thought about to write this second. Hmm. That it seems like versus is all is like a kind of like a, a black music genre thing. Yeah. So hey, you could be the you could you could open it up to a whole another a whole another thing, man. Just start doing the rock the, the rock groups. Because y'all see. can't they let us have nothing. So we know at any moment y'all planning on taking that as well. He but, said you it know, not me. Uh, yeah. But no, because it was gonna happen anyway. Y'all can't. We can't I, have I, I, nothing. See, I want a piece see. of it when they take it. I need to. No, <laughs> no. See, but I mean, but, but like white music. 
I say white music, but I, we don't have the concept of a beef, like an actual beef, except yeah. for like Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly, which lasted that's about not a song e- and that a half. Could, yeah, <laughs> like that's you. <laughs> no, that would that's, never that, that's happen. Very, that's a very interesting concept. That's the white people are peaceful. They, yeah, they, they, we they want to be. But they, they live freer than us, though. They do. You you have certain <laughs> privileges that we just don't have. I mean, because to me, well, to me, you laugh because it's real. Because he knows it's real. <laughs> yes. Uh, believe yeah, me, yeah. this year. He yeah. has learned a lot yeah, about yeah. what 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 are some of the things, producer James? Oh, uh, I learned everything actually is my fault. Yes, um, mm-hmm. I yeah. learned that uh, being white in a house full of, of black women mm-hmm. is uh, definitely puts you at a disadvantage mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he didn't got cussed out a lot. I, I have a nephew. I can cuss out a lot right now. Oh, she, really? Yeah. She yelled at me one day, and she literally yelled at me, "Would you just stop being white?" Uh, Sorry, baby. I can't do that. Well, then, so my point was, therefore, don't talk to me right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, I will say, you know, Teddy Raleigh almost messed up the whole versus thing with, oh, with that. For just yeah. he just was yeah. trying to do you know, too much. I'm gonna say something. I was surprised at the Teddy Raleigh babyface thing mm-hmm. because just going into it, you know, um, and I'm and I'm a fan of both of their music, mm-hmm. but I thought like, man, Teddy is gonna smash, mm-hmm. smash mm-hmm. because think mm-hmm. of, because of a versus battle. You know, it's a battle, so mm-hmm. everything is going to be up. You know, mm-hmm. Teddy had New Jack's wing, mm-hmm. but um, but I think that Babyface, you know, he kind of he, he he knew he, he did his he did his homework. He did. He, yeah. he shot. He put all his up up tempos for that Bobby he Brown did. stuff, mm-hmm. and he did all this stuff first. And um, I don't know, man. It's it's like Teddy kind of. Let me do he, he, he tried to come in too strong. He messed he it up. He tried to kill Babyface what he did. And it didn't happen. He, tried to, he damn like, near killed himself with all that, he, that he, warm-up soup being he, hot. He, he was going to put a whole show on. He was going to He like, wasn't ready at all. And Babyface just like. He was going to. He, he came to kill Babyface. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen the second time either. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, just, it was fun though. It was, it was fun, fun because it's like you forget about this music. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard that in forever. The so, meme was like, um, this is if, if, if doing too much was a person. It was Teddy. <laughs> that, that, that first round, it was yeah. most definitely Teddy. Yeah. Um, how do you think that COVID has affected you as far as being able to get your music out there? Man, so it's affected in a lot of ways because you can't really do shows. Mm-hmm. You can't um, you can't really travel. Mm-hmm. I think it's, lo- it's just kind of loosened up a little bit now. You can kind of travel to do you know, work radio, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just making it harder to, to reach people. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure at any moment they're going to say, okay, small venues can have concerts, but everyone has to wear a mask, including the singer. <laughs> <laughs> I you feel know, like that's yeah. going to come. Like, y'all can do it, you but know, you still got to wear a mask. Well, that won't affect Amigos. Not I, one I, bit I, at I, all. I know, it right? wouldn't, no, it, no, no, know, no, right? no, 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 uh, no. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is, and, and this corona thing has been such a, I'm so, you know, uh, I I have so, so many mixed feelings about it because on one half, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm very much so a business person mm-hmm. and I'm loving that uh, you know, America, we've never really shut down. Mm-hmm. Like my life has honestly has not really changed very mm-hmm. much at all, mm-hmm. me personally. But it's because, you know, I'm a I'm an entrepreneur, business guy, mm-hmm. you know, I've been kind of still doing my same thing. Right. But um but on the other hand, people have actually died, people have gotten sick. Um and, but I don't know, you know, it's like, I mean, people get sick from the flu every year too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's just a very peculiar thing. 
it's been a very peculiar year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, I mean, it's just, I don't know, you know. I, I mean, I, yes, I know there's, it's really a virus out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's absolutely um, some fishy stuff going on with it. Yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. and I don't know, you know, it's, it's a lot of people getting a real bag right now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because of coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so... So I always look at things like that, like what's the, you know, what, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. And I'm a, you know, a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. guy, but um, I don't know. It just, it just, it just seems, it just is a very weird time right Something now. Something ain't right in the water. And James, what is my theory? What do I call this year? He said this year ain't been right since Kobe died. Shit ain't been right since Kobe died. That is I just know, how right? I put it. It's just like, as soon as Kobe died, yeah, it's just been, of- okay, that was probably a bad yeah, that was bad. My bad. It was bad. I, it's, I it's just something. wanted, I was wanted to do, you know, a movement to go with the sound. <laughs> that was wow. probably yeah, wrong. Yeah. You could have no went to start it low, go high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you hope that your music has been of assistance in baby making? You know what? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I wrote a song that uh, that did very well um, a couple of years ago called No Panties. Mm-hmm. Oh God, dang. Okay. Yeah, straight, straight to the point. Just straight to the point. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 you know, I, I think um, at some point later in my career, you know, guys are gonna have to give me my. They got give give me a little something on that. I made it. Really, that's what you really, named after, right there, little TJ. That's what you named after. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I, I hooked you up. Yeah. I, I hooked y'all up. Y'all, yeah. Y'all, y'all, anyway, we, I, I said it for you. Yeah. I don't want to see no panties tonight. And oh, hey, wow. That's it, you know. James, don't just look. <laughs> don't get no bright ideas. When I go home, the makeup going to come off. The bonnet going to go on. But the panties, panties are staying on as well <laughs> This is the, the, like... Our our love making song is literally like the losing sound on a game show. Just wah, 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 wah. Oh, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, who are your top five music artists? Top five music artists. Got to got to say Stevie is up there. Okay. Um, Bob Marley. Dude, now, old old school Stevie, because like my mom is sixty. How old is Mama? Sixty three. She likes little Stevie music when he was a little boy. Let me tell you, seventy Stevie, like seventy three, four, five, like during that mm-hmm. period, Stevie Wonder was the he, he had a run like nobody's business. Right, like Stevie was that guy. Right. But Stevie is, I mean, I love Stevie Wonder. He's definitely a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he's one of my, he's he's one of my favorite singers. But I say that he's my, I mentioned him first as far as artists. Cause I think a, I think there's, there's a difference between a singer and an artist. Oh, most definitely. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. And Stevie um, is a great artist in my opinion. Uh, Bob Marley, I love. Um, I love Kendrick Lamar. Can you believe that? I mean, oh, yeah, saying, I love, yeah, love, no, yeah. He, Kendrick, yes. Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, He's a true artist. Yeah, yes. Andre 3000. Yes. Um, these are people that, I Marvin mean. Marvin Gaye. You almost know? definitely. Yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are artists. You yeah. Know? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, I was thinking back when we were talking about the baby making music and 
I was thinking about you seeing somebody and they're like, hey, you named after him. Like anytime there's like a Teddy Pendergrass song on, I was like, ooh, I think you might have been conceived during that. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Um, it would be a funny thing. This the song you were conceived to. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. If there's one else. Like I know it's that one. I'm like, okay, great. Yes. I'm glad my dad left to the whole A side of the tape. Great. Uh, you know? For you, it might have been Brick House. That's not. Change my brick. Hey, man. The something. Mm-hmm. Commodores. Got it. He gets blacker and blacker every year that we're married. Just hey, a little bit, a little bit more blacker. That, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm actually proud of you, producer James. That's I really am. All right, so how would you describe the perfect concert? The perfect concert. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm gonna definitely give a shout out to the to the Carters. Uh, that'd be Jay Z and mm-hmm. Beyonce. I went to their uh, concert and it was pretty, pretty damn dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but the perfect concert would be, uh, man. Their stuff is a it's it's a production it's along a production. with real singing. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, Beyonce is is, is she's she's great. she's on top of her. She's great. Yeah, she's she's great. Um, yeah. So I was, but you know, I'm a, uh, I saw Prince perform mm-hmm. one year at the um, Essence Festival, mm-hmm. and I left the concert feeling like, man, this is like one of the baddest dudes on earth. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadly, it just there's not a lot of art. I should have mentioned uh, Prince is absolutely one of my favorite artists mm-hmm. as well. I didn't think of him. At, can't believe I didn't think of uh, Prince. But yeah, so sadly, there are not a lot of artists today that just just, just give me that. You know, just make me feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. like you know you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a it's something is lost. You know. Yeah, there's not going. There's no one who compares to a Michael Jackson or a Prince. Right, right. I would have to say, if we had were forced to pick someone who is on the level of Michael Jackson, I think people would say Beyonce. That's as closest that we have yeah, right now. And I still think that there's no comparison. There's still no comparison. None. Yeah, and it's the yeah. same with Prince. I think now people are like still discovering some of the the songs that Prince wrote for other artists. Yeah, that yeah. they never knew. Right, right. Was written by Prince. Right, right. Um, so you, 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 those are superstars. Superstars. Those superstars. are true superstars. Superstars, and, and it just shows you that there's a different time, and there's still talent out here like that. Again, it's just a different, different people running the industry. So right. the people that have that that type of talent may not be getting the brightest light shined on them. You and, you, and let me be fair to all the white people that are watching. David Bowie is up there. To me, I put David yeah. Bowie up there as well. There's not going to be yeah. another David Bowie. There's going to be artists that try to mimic David Bowie. You know, Prince was a big David Bowie I fan. can believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, most yeah. definitely. I mean, to, two men that like to wear high heel shoes, usually they kind of <laughs> do like, you know what? We are kindred spirits right yeah. here. You know, I, I think Prince was really a genius. He was. Honestly, go, you know, go, go to YouTube and pull mm-hmm. up... Um, Prince's first performance on the, um, is it Dick Clark? On okay. The, yeah, Dick Clark. Mm-hmm. I think he was 19, mm-hmm. and he was already in character. He's already right. had the Prince character. Yeah. You know? That was him throughout his yeah. career. He yeah. never. At 19, he was Prince. He knew who he was. This yeah. is who I am. This is what you're going to get. If you don't like it, then move around. But the thing is, like, he was still a brother from, um, um, yeah, where's he from? He is from uh, not really. where, where, where Mink Condition is from. Um, 
I'm, uh, Producer James is looking at those um, real quick. It's the same place that um, Mink Edition is from. Lifetime Studio, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Minneapolis. 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 He, he was a brother from Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. He played basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, went to school with Morris Day. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but um, but he but he had the wherewithal to be this. I want to be more. This weird, no, like, kind yes. of like a, you know, just this other thing. Yeah. That was very very interesting. Yeah. You know. I don't want to be like anybody else. Right. You right, know. Right. Yeah, I always judge it by what I want to see that person in concert. Just by themselves on a stage, mm -hmm. or right. do I have to see them with the full well, yeah, regalia, the full, the full right. performance? Like right, right. Prince, it could just be him on stage, period. Right. Nothing yeah. else, yeah. and they're going to get as good a show right. if right. he had right. the full behind him. Listen, yeah. I've I've seen him in concerts when he with background dancers and stuff. It, it was cool, but he is absolutely the show. Right. You know, and that's how it should be. But I think yep. artists nowadays they rely on everything else. The production. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which Even, is great. Which but is that great. should not be your they're coming to see you. Therefore you know, but they have to rely on even super talented technical singers like like uh Lady Gaga or um uh what's her name? Um Aguilera or Who's a little girl that can hit the whistle notes just like Mariah can? Oh, Ariana Grande. Yeah, so mm -hmm. they could be just on stage by themselves singing mm -hmm. and, and should be mm -hmm. as enjoyable as if right. they're trying to dance and everything else. Yeah, but but it's, it's, not, it's not the same. And I don't think the, the audience right? would even appreciate that right now. But think, and I think but that's think the about artist it. part. That's the artist part. That's mm -hmm. the artist part because Prince was daring. You didn't know yes. what he was going to do. You didn't know what he was going to say. You didn't right. know what he was going to wear. And and he and he and he took you on a ride. He took you. Right. You know, Prince came along during a time of um, the funk. Mm -hmm. You know, and then the and then the psycho funk. Mm -hmm. You know, so Prince Prince had a um, man. He he was just a combination of a lot of things. He was a he was a uh, soulful brother, but he was also a funk a funketeer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was uh, even though he was in the psycho thing, like right. similar to like uh, Parliament Funkadelic. Yes. Um, and, and he mixed all those things together and then put some high heel shoes on. Yeah. And some tight pants. And a pants, blouse. And yeah. tight pants, but no... With and no, a vest. No booty, no, no yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and could kill. It could yeah. Kill. It could really, it could dance and all. But yeah. He, you know, he's moving moving like James Brown. It's like, mm -hmm. a, he's he's a... Come on, man. He, all the elements you dope, need yeah. for a superstar. And he was a great musician. Yeah, yes. and, that's, and that's the thing. If you're going to be provocative, if you're going to be daring, if you're going to be that kind of, of spectacle, mm -hmm. yeah. you, you better damn well have the skills yeah. to and back so, it up. And that's why, so, we, so when he wore, you know, high heels and pantyhose and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, bu uh, buttless pants, yeah. the dude was bad. He was and then black men still felt comfortable so being a, so a Prince fan. You know what, yeah. that's a big deal, because you th think about my dad. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he was he liked Prince. Oh, you no, know, about you... my dad's gay as he is. No, no. No, my dad was a big, you know, football player. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. hunter, all of this. But yeah. he he saw Prince in concert. Yeah, it's, it's, one of the best it's weird. Concerts. It's weird because um, you know, it's it's funny how it, it, times have really changed, right? Yeah. Like that's a whole other. It's like man, we came in. You know, we can't even really talk about certain things. It's crazy. No, you know? I do. A hype, we do you know on here because I don't give a fuck. It, it, you know? It, right, right. Yeah, so, but so, some of us are hypersensitive. Right, right. right. So on some real shit, just real, mm -hmm. real talk, you know, back in the day, Prince was the only dude that was like kind of different. Mm -hmm. 
that you know brothers kind of like you're like man but he got the bad he got the, mm -hmm. some of the most beautiful baddest chicks on the planet i, I wanted to be apollonia and them. <laughs> you know at a very young age i wanted yeah. to be them yes but prince i mean it's it's, it's crazy how 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 he mixed all those different yeah. worlds together you yeah. know um he was daring man yeah. you know um and still still love his music man and you know that you said that you know prince is a genius and i think that michael jackson and i'll even say kanye west they are different types of geniuses yeah definitely but with that there's kind of a curse at the same time which is why we lose so many of them to drug addiction because there's never a turnoff i don't think they know how to just be outside of the artistry you know um I've never been addicted to drugs, mm -hmm. uh, so you know I can't really speak on that. You know, my my my, my brother was an artist as well, mm -hmm. and he had a drug addiction, mm -hmm. and I saw him go through that, and I couldn't understand mm -hmm. it. I could not under I couldn't understand, like why are you taking this? Why are you why mm -hmm. are you doing this to yourself? I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say that with certain genius. You're the mad genius. I always yeah, say the, it's the, the mad yeah, genius. It's, um, with certain talents, the, the thing is, um, when 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 you when you're a creator, you know, and you're in touch with certain parts of the mm -hmm. yourself and the spirit realm, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of it's, it's a lot That's of shit. That's a lot. Going, a lot of shit yeah. going on, man. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so. and sometimes they, it's like the only yeah. way they can get any kind of escape yeah. or just calm down is they they have to self medicate. I think so. I mean, and that's and that's that's been my thing. Like I I I grew up and I saw it, and and it's kind of that's been the thing that's kind of kept me at bay. Because mm -hmm. I'm the type of person if I like something, I'm gonna do it to mm -hmm. to the you know to the mountaintop. You know, mm -hmm. so. Um, I'm, I'm, with I'm, cake. <laughs> it doesn't matter the flavor. It doesn't matter if it was on the floor. I still love the cake. Yeah. So yeah. so so that's the thing. So so um. Yeah, sadly, we've lost a lot of great artists to, to drugs, yeah. man. Yeah. To drugs. Just think about Prince, Michael, Whitney. Man. Oh, Whitney was. That, yeah. Whitney yeah. was. That was heartbreaking because you just saw that. Because you, you knew it was so going to come, you but know? every time she did like a good performance, like, well, maybe. There's so, and there's so many more. Like, my mind yes. is saying, like, Jimi Hendrix. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's so many more, you know. Uh, it's, I always say it's yeah. the curse of the mad genius, you know. I heard somebody explain it one time. If you're an artist and you are a creator, part of you thinks the world is missing something. Yeah. Right. And your creation is part of that. Mm -hmm. And for some people, the world will never be right mm -hmm. just because they feel the need to create. Yeah. And sometimes that's a lot to they that's a, that's They can't a lot. make the world right, right. no matter right. what they do. Right. Yeah. So. What's interesting is that as you were saying that, um, I was, you know, I, I can, it resonates. Yeah, I feel that way. I feel like, yeah, there's something wrong with the world. Mm -hmm. And this and this creative thing that I have in my head, the world needs this. That's your gift to the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to constantly be in that mode all the time. And that's hard. You it, know, it's, it's, it's really hard. It, it, it's, you know, um, I live it, you know. Yeah. I live it. I, I'm always... Anybody that really knows me, that I'm always thinking of the. It's just like a, I don't know. Your I, brain I, never stops. My brain never just, stops, and that's just that's constant. I know. I drive, being drive, drive my guys in the studio. I'm dri I drive. I, we're working on like 
six, seven songs at right. a time. Right. You know, and it's never, never perfect. Mm -hmm. Just never perfect. It's, it's, it's the. You need Lucia's line in there. <laughs> 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 now, let me ask yeah, you, uh, yeah. what is your all-time favorite song? All -time I know that's hard. That's, that's super hard. That's hard. I used to, I used to really like Can You Feel It by the Jacksons. Uh, okay. Um, but my all-time favorite song? Mm -hmm. Man, that's, that's, that is so hard. That's so hard. But let's just go with... Um, um, For All We Know by Donny Hathaway. Okay. 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 Yeah. But there's so many more. It, it's always hard because I was I had to answer the same. Whenever I like do a show layout and yeah. I ask questions, I ask myself the same question. So yeah. I think mine would probably be probably be I can't say probably tonight would be uh, Destiny by Zero Seven and Sia. Wow. Mm. Look that song right there. That song right there is a shit. And the word porn is in the song. Really? Yes, really? it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Producer James, to be fair. Oh no, I was just gonna say I, I don't. I, I couldn't name my favorite song because it's too hard to yeah. figure it out. Yeah, it's too hard. But I, 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 in a discussion with some friends the other day, I changed a question up. He's like, I ain't got no friends. You oh, know you stop. I got friends. Do you stop? We flipped the question around. I just don't know him. <laughs> we flipped the question around. It wasn't what was your favorite song. It was what is the last song you want played at your funeral? Ooh. What, what song? Because to me, that ought to be close to your favorite song if that's the one you want everyone to remember the last thing they hear that you put out there, which is the last song you request. Damn, I would hope it would be one of your own songs. I know, right? Yeah, because it would be like, well, if that's a – let me get a recording studio real quick and make my own damn song <laughs> yeah. if it's going to be the last thing that anyone hears. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very hard to, like, pinpoint because you can have a favorite song at a certain point in your life. And it changes, yeah. you know. Yeah, same, yeah. certain point in your life, certain, depends on what, what, we're, what we're doing. Yeah, most are definitely. We, are we riding, driving to work? Mm -hmm. are, we, are we in the bedroom? Are we, right. Are we in the club? Yeah. You know, it all depends, you know. So let me ask you, what can listeners expect from your new music? My, my new music, um, listeners can absolutely expect something, um, something soulful, something, something um, heartfelt, um, and it's a breath of fresh air, you know. Um, I, I, I locked myself in the studio for um, about a year and a half and just poured, man, poured my, myself into to these songs, and I, I just can't wait for the world to hear them. You know, I, I, I'm just, it was really, it was therapeutic for me because there was a time that I, I just kind of gave up on music, you mm -hmm. know, because, um, and it's not that I didn't believe in myself or anything like that. It's just that I, the, the the business has always mm -hmm. been, and it is a business. Yeah, the, the yeah. business has always just been like, just I hated it. You know, yeah. I just really, really did. Yeah. And so, so I I needed that therapy, and I really went in, and um, you know, it was it's uh, it's I'm really really excited about what um, letting the world hear what what I put down. Well, it. it probably wasn't that much of a problem to lock yourself in a studio right now because we couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> like, I would just be in the studio doing a whole quarantine. Yeah, know, and, when, right? and when shit gets lifted, y'all yeah, yeah. be ready. Y'all be ready for the new right. music. Let right. me ask you this question. Think about all the movies you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. If your music had to be used as the soundtrack to a movie, what movie would that be? Hmm. I'll be having that's, questions that's a good question. That's a good question. That's tough, huh? Yeah, really? Oh, for watch out. That wasn't, that wasn't, let me see. That, that's a question that I had. Definitely, 
You know that you just in, you inspire me. You don't I, even realize what you're inspired. I, no, I, I do it all the time. I yeah, inspire yeah. so many. Yeah. They don't be giving me my credit though, I so I appreciate no, the, the thing fact. is, you, you're gonna. I'm gonna have to create that that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to create that movie. You know, honestly, and I'm serious. I know a black leading lady. <laughs> <in the area>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't wait till you guys see the video for Ghetto America. Actually, I think uh, I know we're gonna play it. You're gonna play the video of the song. Can we play the video? The video's not actually out yet. Okay, we're gonna but play I, the but song. But I can show you. I can show you guys in private. I'm gonna do you a favor. Yeah. I'm gonna do you a solid. Okay. We're gonna play your song, but my picture's gonna be on the screen the whole time. Okay. Hey, that's. I mean, on, that's that's. We're not up. gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, yeah, any yeah. management or PR who's listening, we're not gonna do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we will be right back, and TJ is gonna tell us where we can follow him on social media, what's coming up new for him, and all this good stuff. So we'll be right back. TJ, I want to thank you for driving all the way down here. Hey, it was. Had you even heard of Dickinson, Texas before? Actually, I have. No. On the news for what? What we do? What we do on the news? I heard about the drug bus. Was it a drug bus or was it the weather? I think it was a drug bus. Uh, It was and the strip club. I mean, literally, it's Dickinson is known for either once upon a long time ago football, Mm -hmm. bad weather, big the drug bus, heartbreakers. And me, and me, I'm now me. So, yes, 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 <laughs> okay, so how can uh, the Libra Launch audience find you on social media? What's coming up next? And how can they get a hold of all your new music? Libra Lounge, please follow me on Instagram at I am TJ Boyce, that, uh, at I am TJ B-O-Y-C-E. Um, I'm also on TJ Boyce on Facebook. Um, I have a YouTube channel, TJ Boyce. Um, and I'm, my music streams on all, all platforms. Awesome, amazing. I'm so glad you spelled your last name because I can see people emailing us. I can't find it. It's B-O-I-S-E. It's Boise, right? Boise, I can't find it. I'm like, no, it's, 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 it's Boise. You know, right. how, you know how we do. We kind of changed the know, right? a little bit. Yes. Like TJ Boyce. Like, no, <laughs> yes. not Boyce. It's yes. Boyce. <laughs> not Boise. It's yeah. Boyce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so instead of Bitch Please tonight, we are going to play TJ's newest song, Ghetto America, and we will see you guys next week. Shots and helicopters, too many crooked cops on my block. All of these haters and all of these fakers, man, trying to take what I got and get to America.
It's the Nibelung. The Nibelung. Ooh.